Welcome, everybody, to the round one recap edition of the Dynasty Time podcast. Scott is here somehow, along with Dan. I'm happier than you. <laughs> and we actually have two guests on the line. So first we have my arch nemesis, Jutang Clan, David Alster. David, welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, and then... Somewhere south of Fort Wayne is Bobby FC. Welcome back. Happy to be back. Uh, so, yeah. Round one was crazy, guys. Was anybody watching last night? Yes. Yes, but for another league. Oh, yeah. You lost your other league. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, it no. was insane. <laughs> Bobby... Bobby was not, apparently. Um, good thing, because otherwise you would have had a heart attack. Um, so, anyway, let's just go over round one here. And we, we let's start with Bobby FC. And I'll, I'll recap what happened for those of you who didn't, who weren't watching. Zach Ertz was not doing anything most of the game. He uh, came, he's, well, he was having like a normal Zach right, Ertz yeah. day. Whatever. 10 points or something, 12 points. Then he gets a touchdown with like two minutes left or something, which is like all Craig didn't need, but he's fine. Then they go to overtime. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Carson Wentz tries to run it in on like second down and goal in overtime, doesn't get in, next play, wide open Zach Ertz, Bobby wins. It was something like that. I think, yeah, they rushed the ball or they tried to throw it a few times. Yeah. And, yeah, it was the last play of the game. Over. So we weren't going to talk to Craig this week. Um, but Bobby is here. Bobby, how does it feel um, it to feels pull off great. the upset? It feels great not only to pull off the upset, but to finally break the Bobby FC first round playoff loss. Kurt, <laughs> roughly been active since 2008 or something like that. Yeah, you haven't won a playoff game since 2007. Or 2009, excuse me. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, the first Obama term. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that feels like a long time ago for some of us. <laughs> not great. Not great. Uh, <laughs> and um, I didn't think it was going to happen. I was some 25 points. 20 points, I think, uh, down going into the game. Craig also had Sterling Shepard going. And then when I looked at the third quarter, Earth had like, I don't know, seven, eight points, something like that. And I was like, eh, okay, you know, probably not enough. And didn't pay any attention until uh, Scott sent <laughs> a text at the point calling me the luckiest bastard. And I was like, oh. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize how close that was. I'll be completely honest. I am actually blown away looking at it right now. I, I did not realize it was the last play of the game. Yeah. I, I feel bad, question mark, for Craig. I mean, <laughs> it, yeah, it kind of speaks to, I mean, Bobby and I play each other now. We've both finished the season under 500, yeah. which is weird uh i don't know how i feel about that but whatever you guys all suck 
Um, but I don't know. Like looking at Craig's roster, and I mean, he's been so solid all season. Kyler Murray kind of let him down, but again, Kyler Murray's a rookie. Has his first three interception day against the Steelers. Oh, which that is, third interception was such garbage time too. He had his most interceptions of the year, his only three interception game of the year, and he had his least rushing yards of the year, I believe, too. So that was not a great <laughs> recipe for success. I will say this though, it's about time. Ezekiel Elliott is better than Christian McCaffrey. There it is. That that is that is your consolation prize, Craig. <laughs> I was looking forward to meeting up with you in the playoffs. I'm going to say it again. Maybe it's never actually happened because we were in the same division all those years. But, you know, it is what it is. You started, well, you started two tight ends again, even after I told you last week that was a stupid decision. And how'd that, and how'd that play out for you there, Craig? <laughs> I don't understand why you're so <laughs> taking him so while critical. he's down. Yeah. yeah. So critical of Craig's I, decisions. You know, I just look up to Craig. He's the owner that I've always wanted to be. <laughs> That's that's so, fair. He's had a good run, but but to be fair, I did. Was it on the pod that I, I did call him out for the two tight end strategy? Maybe it was just on our group text or something. Where I get when I beat him to get into the playoffs, I kind of joked about, "Oh, you started Hunter Henry." Well, it's funny to think this week Hunter Henry had twelve points, yeah, and fine. it was the other tight end that had two point four. Not that he was going to start. Actually, it was Duke Johnson last week. If he would have started Duke Johnson this week, he would have won by a point. So there, know, are, there are lots of coaching errors. Yeah, you play that. Everybody has them. I, I got lucky this week. C-City started or made a few wrong decisions. I'm not sure if they would have caught me, but it is what it is. Feel bad for Craig a smidge, but happy yeah. for Bob here. Well, so while we still have – oh, sorry. Go for it, Bobby. <laughs> oh, um, no. I, I was just going to defend the two tight end set. Considering I've been running it for years now, um, I like my <laughs> I like my high floor uh, tight ends in the scoring system. And if you can get just one of them to score 38 <laughs> points or whatever, I mean that's it's a solid strategy. Right. It is. It's a great right. strategy. I absolutely agree with the strategy, except <laughs> when Craig does it. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Craig. <laughs> Uh, while we still have Bobby on the line, let's talk matchup. Brothers Mendez, Bobby FC. Just to set the stage, you guys played in the playoffs last year. Dan beat Bobby 116-112. to 112. Bobby, how are yeah. you feeling? Do you feel like you have a chance against the juggernaut that is the 7-7 seven um, seven Brothers have... Mendez? I only have a chance if Lamar Jackson is healthy and plays this week. He is currently, um, I, I can't remember if it's a shoulder or a hip or something, which I think normally wouldn't be a problem, except they play on Thursday. So they, there's a very good chance the Ravens hold him out, you know, in anticipation of the playoffs. And considering he's basically my whole team, other than, like, uh, maybe Chris Carson and Zach Ertz occasionally chipping in, um, well... Yeah, I, I don't really like my chances without him. So he did say today that he's playing, so that's positive. He did? Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Sorry to give you 
Well, yeah, so so I'm looking at it right now, and the way that the lineups are right now, you're projected to beat me by 11, and somehow Kelvin Ridley's in my lineup projected to get eight and a half points. <laughs> He's out for the season. So, so you're projected okay. to beat me by more than that, plus I have a couple other injury situations. So uh, I don't know what's up with waiver wire, but whatever money I have left will be not that anybody's bidding against me, but I got I to gotta find – somebody to actually start a game for me this week which will be interesting yeah. but yeah your your team is dependent on Lamar and and Ertz essentially the funny thing is Devonte Adams has been up yeah. and down he gets the bears which the bears are either like great or terrible on defense so i have yeah. no clue about that one so it looks like a boomer bust type of matchup across the board honestly this could be a game played in the 80s or it could be a game like this week played in like the 140 (laughs) range so we'll see yeah no i completely for our sake i hope one of us like scores 140 like let's just get like a legit good performance i don't want to take the ridicule from craig next week after i put up 87 but at least if i lose by like 50 i won't feel so bad so I, I I agree. Two two storied franchises. I'd like to give the fans, you know, a decent <laughs> matchup. Ninety five, ninety two bullshit. <laughs> well, there you go. All right. Well, Bobby, we can let you go. We appreciate okay. you coming on the pod. And if you win next week, we no might problem. have to have you back again for the championship <laughs> no week. Problem. I will. I will have to be in the car. Eh, doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. All right. Good luck. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks. See ya. Ah, I can hear again. <laughs> that that Fort that Fort Wayne traffic is brutal. <laughs> it must be. Yeah. Uh, well, I feel bad because we've had David on this entire time, and he's just been sitting there. So no, I was listening. Let's move over to well. He's fine. Before he we also move pulled on. off a big upset. Yeah, let's, in my opinion. Before we go there. Okay. Let's, okay. <laughs> Whoa! I, there he is. I, I was I was not happy with the, the like the upset call, and Scott was very very excited that he got me in the playoffs, and I was like, I, I think you're calling this one way too early. There's just my team has so much upside, and yes, I've had like a few like you know seventy point performances over, uh, over the course of the season, but with like all my players healthy and Aaron Jones performing and Austin Eckler, you know, with crazy ceiling. I, I didn't think it was too crazy that I, I won this uh, this first round of the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. And I don't want to rub it in just, Scott's face, but he did. Well, I do. He, he, did, he did stop on my desk and specifically say he was excited to get me in the first round. <laughs> and I thought that was a little cocky at the time. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. I mean, I expect Austin Eckler to get 30 points. He <laughs> hasn't hit 20 since week seven, but, you know, it's cool. Okay, well, Aaron Jones, DJ Shark is like a top 10 wide receiver. Robert Woods had like 30 points last week and had 20 points this week. Travis Kelsey is obviously number one tight end. And, you know, I I just didn't think it was crazy. Here's what happened. (laughs) Eight of the nine players on your team outperformed their projections uh, three of my nine players outperform my projections. <laughs> and that's why you lose in that's... round one of the playoffs. 
Um, so you don't think? I mean, better, Alvin, you, you don't think the better team won? I mean, my team <laughs> just doesn't know how to perform in the playoffs because my receivers all scored ten points. Alvin Kamara, I don't forty-six points by the Saints, yeah. and Alvin Kamara gets twenty-five yards receiving or eighteen yards receiving, twenty-five yards rushing. Well, he's and been, a fumble. He, he's been piss poor for the past like three, four weeks, right? No, I mean. Not this piss poor. No, uh, but he's he's definitely had an underwhelming season. Yeah. I mean, he he's definitely not been. Well, he was hurt anywhere near bit. the same guy. I mean, and I'll be honest. I, and I I did look at this ahead of time. I would have I would have picked Jutang Clan to win this purely because. Thank you. Well, and and purely it's because I thought Carson Wentz was going to have an even bigger game than he did. I also expected. Robert Woods, who's been really good all season to be great, and Aaron Jones as well. I expected those three guys to have big games. And for whatever reason, Austin Eckler decides to show up. I mean, and to Scott's point, not only did all your guys outperform their expectations, a few of them had like double and triple the yeah. projections. So right. I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking that it was going to be a runaway by any means. But, I mean, Kenyon Drake against Pittsburgh for Scott is a terrible matchup. Alvin Kamara hasn't been good in the in getting San Francisco. They're the best defense in the league. Yeah. And then Tyreek Hill playing against the other best defense in the league. So it was more of a product of the matchups than anything. So yeah. just, I, I mean, I don't know. I expected it to be closer, obviously, than it was. But, I mean, just one other call out on the two tight end strategy. Another <laughs> guy who does the, the two tight end strategy. It seems like every time one tight end does well and the other one does terrible. <laughs> well, it would have worked well for me because I picked up a tight end and didn't play him. I yeah. can't believe you did that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I guess for me, I can it totally been, believe it. For me, I, I don't DJ more. I don't even know who the fuck that is. So he's had a good year. Yeah, he's pretty. I mean, good. It, it wouldn't have mattered really, or Boyd. I mean, either one. I guess yeah, Moore's been great the last few weeks. But well, I'm anyway, glad it wouldn't have mattered. I'm glad Captain Hindsight. Hits again. Oh, come the, on. Dan the prognosticator over there picked the victory for Jutang Clan. Way to go. I didn't, I didn't say it was going to be obvious. <laughs> I just said based on the matchups. Because I, I did. I looked at this before the week started because I, I just assumed you were going to win the fucking league again. So I looked at it. I mean, and was like, oh. That's how I yes, rig it. But you did want to face Elster as, I, as we all well, – I, we were texting about it just like with all the scenarios. And last week if I was going to beat Craig – I somehow would jump from out of the playoffs up to six, whatever. Um, but then I so was like, okay, you wanted Elster, you got him. And then three of your players who've been really good for you lately get really tough matchups. Yeah. So not great. That's, that's just no, how it goes. Just giving you shit because Rossman is still upset that nobody's responded to his comment of the year. I thought it was funny. I told him so today. <laughs> I, I didn't good. even I didn't even get it. Yeah, you need to fix your slack. You you've been quiet. I know. I, I my every time I go into Slack, it like airs out. Yeah, you, so, gotta, you gotta figure that out. What did he say? I had I had Saquon as a fourth rounder or something. He was just giving you shit for knowing better than the rest of the world. It's it's not that I know better because it actually isn't even true. It's the fact that <laughs> I thought the Giants were going to be horrendous, so I would have taken McCaffrey and Elliott ahead of him. But, you know, whatever. What do I know? Right. I was fucking six and seven. I'm moving on. I don't want to talk about Jutang Clan or this game, at least. <laughs> I mean, Let's... 165 points. Where does that rank in terms of playoff performances? Oh crap! That that would be a good one. 
that would be. I was also trying to bench Carson Wentz, which I found out I couldn't do because (laughs) I because my quarterback last week had negative points, and I didn't want to go through that uh, that scenario. Anyway, yeah, I don't know where it stands. I should I should have that uh, that stat, although free pass for getting your heart ripped out. Yeah, it's yeah, not it's, even close. It might I'm be. Sure it's you're like the, I'm sure you're in the five. semifinals in your other league, so don't worry about it. Oh, I am. Both my other leagues. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> for the record, uh, the highest scoring playoff game might be Blue 32 in 2007 with 182. But I don't know if that was a playoff game. C-City in 2015 at 178. So good for them. Wow. Uh, we talked about Paul, and he almost pulled off one of the greatest comebacks of all time uh, against Green Hell. Came up just short. Darius Slayton put up like 29 points in the first half and then I think zero in the second. So that was against, disappointing. Against the, against the Eagles defense, which, the green, which uh, the green Hell had. That's right. And so it was a combination as Green Hell was losing points. Uh, and it just didn't work out. It, yeah, I wonder... Uh, I mean, a Slayton catch in overtime and a Giants win. We might be talking about a different game. Yeah, I definitely wanted to play the Ultimate Warriors over the Green Hell this week. So not looking forward to facing Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, and Kareem Hunt, and Stephon Diggs. Yeah, they had good performances from their running backs, only 107 points. So I feel like they have a lot they can they can put up. Yeah. Yeah, what's interesting about his team is that Adam Thielen, who's been out for four or five weeks, might make his return but like, this week. But do I play him, you know? Like, what if he plays, like, one quarter and they're like, you know what, we don't want to risk it again, and he ends, ends up, like, with one catch for 15 yards. That is true. I w- and I, was, I didn't even realize you had him. <laughs> I oh. was thinking about it as the, from the Diggs angle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Diggs. Because yeah. Diggs has been pretty solid lately. It's been really good. Yeah, so it's interesting because Jared Goff has been quite confusing this year as someone yes. who, I mean, uh, as I'll be honest, someone I thought was going to be like a chance at top five-ish, seven-ish quarterback. He's had like two games over 25 points or something. It's And it's he's, had a, lot, he's weak. had a bunch of games with like six. Yeah, he has three in a row. Even, that's not even super flex eligible. Weeks you know? 10, 11, 12, yes. Weeks 10, 11, 12, he had – under seven points. Yeah, that's um, embarrassing. Granted, it was against good defenses, but still, I mean, they go into Dallas, which Dallas's defense is allegedly supposed to be good, <laughs> even though they can't win a game. Against the Bears. Yeah. And he's got Le'Veon Bell, which, which is really interesting, too, because he's just a big question mark these days. Is he, is he going to play? Are they shutting him down? And how does he have so many good running backs? <laughs> Yeah, his his, team his running good. backs are good. Well, I'll tell you how he got Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been over that. I know. The um, funny thing is, Joe Mixon had a fucking huge game. Yeah, sorry, Hunter, Hunter, earmuffs. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, sad end of the season for Ultimate Warriors. He did say they would go as far as what's his name, Darius Philip Dorsett would take him. <laughs> uh, he dropped Philip Dorsett at like two o'clock. Um, so please kind of karma had 20 points. 
I actually don't know the answer to that. Um, where's New England? When when did New England play? Oh, there they are. Um, Dorsett did not play, I don't believe. So there you go. No points, at least. All right. All right. Well, that was that game. The only game we haven't really talked about is C-City and Mendez. You talked about Mixon. I mean, the story here, though, is Joe, is Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. Yeah, going Drew off. Brees. I, I was kind of waiting for that performance all season. Uh, I didn't expect it against, I mean, according to our site, the number one defense. <laughs> I mean, he, he, you know, right? Like I, But whatever. It is what it is. I'll, I'll take it. He'll probably have seven points next week against the Colts, but I, you know, that's the, that's the difference right there. Breeze having it his best game of the season and Joe Mixon having, I think, his best game of the season. Yeah. You yeah. might have an issue with uh, Tevin Coleman. I don't yeah, know. That, that, uh, so, <laughs> if he's so a viable was, running back. I was watching that game and I'm like, where the hell is Coleman? Like, he was still, like, ranked on, like, you know, most of the sites. He was still ranked, like, relatively high. Like, you know, kind of in RB2 territory. So I just didn't even think about it. And I picked up Law Powell, but not that I needed him, but I'm like, okay, that would have probably obviously been a smarter decision. But I mean, honestly, after Thursday night, when Allen Robinson has his best game of the season against me, I decided to start Montgomery over Gallup. Montgomery has 6.6. I'm like, all right, well, let's spot a good team at, you know, a 10 point lead, a 13 point lead. That, that feels good. So, uh, but no, I mean, I, then I realized that, that, Todd and Karen are starting Ryan Fitzpatrick as their quarterback. And that's when I realized there was hope. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have good options. It was him or Darnold. Uh, and then, and then you're texting me about Emmanuel Sanders going off. I'm like, yeah, seriously, he's on the Niners. I don't even know that. I literally, when you said that I opened up my score app and I clicked on the Broncos game. I was like, wait, what? Where's no, he? that's why Sanders has been good since the trade. I guess yeah. so. Although, now that I'm looking, he's actually been pretty awful. Week 10, three points, then five points, then two, then six, then 31. So, you know, pretty consistent like that. Wow. Four uh, weeks in a row with under seven. First C-City, kind of like me. Like, not a terrible performance. Just went up against a, a steamroll that was Brothers Mendes. So... A rough week for the fam division as the Saxons, me and Craig both both go down. Um yeah, sad day. We all we all feel really bad for you guys. As you should. Who the the family has collectively like eight championships <laughs> in fourteen seasons or something ridiculous like that. So it's nice to have it's, uh, it's a, only seven, but you know. When oh okay. Half the years. <laughs> When is the last time? Let's see if you're prepared. When is the last time we didn't have a Pizer fam in the semifinals? Oh, geez. That's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, come but on. It, it, it would be a while because, yeah, it, it would be a long time. Because I think in 2015, C-City lost to Benny. So it might be like 2013. Yeah. And I bet no. it's only happened like once or twice in the history of the league. There you go. Good, good fact for me to look up. Yeah. Um, if we look at Jutane clan and green hell, they've never played in the playoffs. They played in week four 
where Green Hell won 106.85 to 105.45. Wow. Yeah. So this, this is a rivalry in the making right here. Not happy about uh, that one. <laughs> I mean, it worked out pretty well. Guess so. Um, but yeah, how you, fe- you said you were not happy to see Green Hell. No, definitely not. Definitely would have been nicer to face uh, Paul Rossman and Philip Dorsett. <laughs> Um, <laughs> especially because it was so close. Uh, I feel like I am probably the one to bet against this week just because Adam Thielen's out, DJ Shark, um, one of my top receivers is also probably, I know you're laughing, but he was fantastic this season, uh, is, lo- is looking like he's also going to be out with an injury. So, I mean, probably going to be looking at the free, the, uh, the waiver wire too, unless I want to play Anthony Miller with Debo Samuel and Robert Woods as my wide receivers. Um, so um, hopefully Aaron Jones pulls out another, like, you know, 30, 40 points for me. Austin Eckler also looking for some production. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that the green hell doesn't go off for, like, a crazy amount of points because I don't think, I'm gonna, I don't think my, uh, my ceiling is super high. So the site right now is you projected to win by 14, which is... With Adam Thielen in. <laughs> Adam Thielen getting 14 points. Yeah. I always love the projections. I, I think I've been projected to win like every single matchup. <laughs> so that always feels great because they always think Michael Thomas is going to get 20 points and my defense is always going to get 25. Well, they usually do. It just happens, just so happens that your opponents end up scoring way more points. True. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, honestly, though... Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll say it this time before the matchup, Scott. But I don't know. I I called this out a couple weeks ago. Goff versus Mayfield is a decision that he's going to have to make. Goff at Dallas and Mayfield at Arizona. Neither is a great matchup. I mean, on paper, Mayfield is is. I mean, Arizona's terrible on defense, but they should be able to run the ball all over Arizona. Mm-hmm. So. Is he going to go with Goff again at Dallas, which apparently they're seventh against the pass? I don't know. And, that's, and then he's got Le'Veon Bell at Baltimore. Right. It's, it's not – I mean, Delvin, Delvin Cook, like you mentioned, is probably the key there. If Delvin is healthy, which, by the way, the shoulder injury is lingering. They sat him out most of the game against the Lions. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see there. And then Der- which Derrick Henry shows up, right, as I think we've all – probably been been impacted by the life of Derek (laughs) over the last few years in some way or the other, whether we drafted him high and he sucked, whether we played against him on the tear that he's been on the last five, six weeks, you know, he's touched all of our lives in many ways. So we'll see which, which, which Henry shows up there. I mean, a tear is an understatement. He scored at least, at least 22 points in the last five matchups. Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's a big tear. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean we'll see. I, I'm hoping that, you know, if they put Madison in for Cook in the second half, if, you know, the, the Vikings are up. But if the Vikings are up, it's probably because Dalvin Cook and Stephon Diggs did something uh, to put him up, uh, which means, you know, fantasy points for Green Hell. So, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully they feed Aaron Jones and Aaron Jones goes off against the bears, which will be a conflict of interest for me because <laughs> hoping the bears win out and, uh, and make the playoffs. 
Somehow. Oh wow, you're still on that train? No, but it's kind of fun to uh, to hope and dream. Especially, I, mean, I guess it's possible because you. I mean, the Vikings are the sixth seed, and we're we're what two games up on you, and we still play each other. So it's, it's possible. Yeah, it's possible. But I mean, you're a big Chargers fan. Let's put it that way, both <laughs> personally and fantasy wise. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's hope they still, they sit Gordon and uh, and feed Eckler because you don't care anymore, Scott. Right. Sorry, that um, was... I hope Eckler goes off for a thousand points. Yeah, because he was he was on both of our teams this year, so we both had. You know what? We didn't even call that out <laughs> in, earlier. That Scott traded Eckler. He, he's to aware. You. He's aware. No, yeah, I know he's aware, aware, but we didn't even mention that to the league. I texted Scott immediately because Scott and I, I thought I had a deal in principle. No, I'm just kidding. But we were talking it's about true. a deal for Eckler, and his response to me was after hours of waiting on pins and needles, I think I'm going to go in a different direction <laughs> or something yeah. like that. And I was like, I was like <laughs> pretending to be pissed, but then I was like, wait, am I pissed? I don't even know. Did I want him or not? Um, and then the fact that he uses that you use him against him in the playoffs somehow makes me happier that he didn't trade him to me. It's, it's a little tragic, but he's, he's been a solid RB two for me. He's been scored like more than 10 points, which is better than LaShawn McCoy over the past five weeks, so I can't complain. And in the playoffs, obviously, sounds like he's doing something, or looks like he's doing something. Not bad. I mean, the Vikings' yeah. defense came through for me, but, yeah, that trade came back to haunt me. Um, at this point, my fancy app has Jutane Clan with a 55% chance to win. Wow. Uh, All being equal, and... Uh, it has Bobby FC as a 51% chance to win. So that is a tight one right now. Yeah. From a projection standpoint. I mean, I mean, I want to know. If you're looking outside the app. I want to know what Elster's going to do over here with, with Minshew and DJ Shark. <laughs> what, do you, mean, what do you mean? Well, I don't, are you going to play him? Well, Either D- of them? DJ Shark is likely injured. He was walking around with, or he wasn't walking. Oh. He, had a, he was wearing a boot. On his uh, on his foot when he left the game, which isn't great. Minshew would be fun if DJ Chark was playing, That's um, fair. but I just don't know if I can put my put the, my playoff chances in the hands of Gardner Minshew, even though Carson Wentz hasn't looked very good for the past few weeks. Yeah, the interesting thing about Wentz, and I just noticed this because I picked, I, I ended up with Alshon Jeffrey in another league, which is the reason I lost in the first round of the playoffs, yeah. but. He, Alshon Jeffrey still, when healthy, is phenomenal. And yeah. against the Dolphins, they were just clicking. And Alshon had like 30 points in my PPR league. And in our league, Wentz had 27.5. So I, I think Wentz's year has been really impacted by Alshon Jeffrey being out. And now that Alshon is out for the season, that is horrible news for you coming into this week. Yeah. Because, I mean, Washington sucks. Even though somehow they stopped Aaron Rodgers this week for his worst game of the year. So that was a little weird. But I don't know. It's You guys both have tough quarterback decisions to make. Because Minshew actually has a really favorable matchup against Oakland. He does. But who's he throwing to? Like D.D. Westbrook? Wasn't D.D. Westbrook supposed to be good this year? <laughs> yeah. Scott? He, he has I don't know. <laughs> Somebody has him. Yeah. He's been all right. They, they have – I guess he has decent receivers, but – I don't know. It's going to be a tough call. Carson Wentz is just like a very conservative play, and conservative may be the way to go this week. 
if you want to lose by 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I probably would start Wentz. I'd probably start Wentz too, but. Yeah, we'll it's... see. I'll, I'll probably make a change at the last second and regret it. <laughs> we'll be back next week for me yeah. to give you a hard time about the wrong decision you made. Yep. I'm really good at that. Yeah. I well, may, not, be... may not join the podcast if, if that's the case, <laughs> but we'll see. That'll be a tough one. Um, just wanted to call out. We do have other games. Consolation. Congrats to Birds of Prey for putting up 154 points on his bye week. So wow. that was pretty cool. Um, Misfits took down Freelancers by one point. And so they will take Birds of Prey on. Blue 32, who had a bye, will take on Primetime. NWO, man, they just just fell apart this year. Um, but yeah, 50 bucks still, still up for grabs. So the winner of the constellation brackets gets 50 bucks. I believe that's the case. Yeah. I'm not, I haven't gotten on this yet, but payouts for next year are going to be changing. What are, what are the payouts this year? Fourth place gets nothing and winner of the constellation gets 50 bucks. That is definitely not, not right. It's fine. So we're going to we're gonna have to look at that for sure going forward totally agree as someone that may get fourth place <laughs> well i mean if you think about it in a 14 team league you've got to be rewarded in some fashion for making the playoffs and then winning a playoff game yeah. and i'm not even saying it has to be you win your full entry feedback right. it is in my other league we play top four and then constellation is something really small but in our league constellation decides future draft picks which is a huge deal so I think the money should be shifted up into the fourth place spot or something like that. I actually started writing an official proposal to the commissioner wow. that I will post sometime in the off season when no one is paying attention. <laughs> That's but, the time to do it. You know, just, just thinking about other ideas of, you know, ways we can, we can shift, split up the money. Not that it's bad the way that it is, but no. I do find it a little odd that fourth place gets nothing because in our league, if you get fourth place, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, right? It's such a competitive league. That's a big deal you got in, and you likely put up a big score in round one. So yeah, we'll I like probably. giving them a little something for the effort. We'll definitely talk about that one. I think the reasoning behind that originally was we were very anti-tanking the year oh, that I we know. changed it, right? So it was yep. like, no, how can it. we make consolation mean something? Um, the, good, the good news is now tanking has, is, isn't as much of an issue, and like we've talked about, if you want to tank, well, you can go ahead and tank, but you still have to win the consolation to get a good draft pick. I think that's yeah. pretty damn good incentive. I still like so, the draft pick rule. I think that's cool. I do too. Uh, but are we not going to talk about my matchup with Bobby this week? Oh, shit. Did we not talk about that? We, we jumped into the fucking consolation. <laughs> you don't care about two, six, and seven teams? Not really. It's like the Cowboys um, and the Eagles battling for that. We talked about it a little bit. We talked about our individual. We talked about our matchups this week. We didn't talk about the matchup going forward. I guess with Bobby, we talked about Lamar. Yeah, that's fair. Who's Patrick Laird, by the way? He's like player? he's the backup of Kenyon. Is Drake. he a golfer? He's the backup of Kenyon Drake, and then uh, the backup of Kalen Balaga. He's like the fourth string Miami <laughs> running back, who's an amazing pass catcher. So, so let me get this straight. I'm going to lose to Carlos Hyde, Patrick Laird, Cole Beasley, and a. Dead Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> awesome. And that team's going to be in the championship. And a three tight end set of Jacob Hollister, Zach Ertz, and Kyle Rudolph. Yes. 
<laughs> Can you start three tight He's ends? He's got three tight ends and three defenses. What is he doing? It's a bold move. <laughs> it's a bold move. He's in Fort Wayne. That's what he's doing. Oh, Bobby. He's got Lamar Jackson, though. He does. That helps. Lamar Jackson hosting the Jets, where I think that's not fair. It is some is Thursday night the time I the first time of the year I finally watch Thursday night football. Don't it's not worth it. Yeah, There's better right. things to do. I don't know. Oh, I could start Bilal Powell and he'd be in that game though. No, there you go. Yeah, you should start. I think you should start people just based on when you're able to watch the game. I think that's that's a good strategy. It, it might help me. Uh, I saw you picked up Bilal Powell last week. Smart. Because I got my alert. And I was just like, wait, Bilal Powell's still in the league? Yeah, me like, too. And he's still on the Jets. Still on the freaking Jets. I, I had literally no had idea. to look up their depth chart. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is he the guy? Like, because they have Ty Montgomery, who like before the season, Ty Montgomery was supposed to kind of be like one of those like fringe RB2 you know, pass catching running back. So I'm like, oh, like he's probably going to get the majority of the carries. And then I was like, boy, I read, I'm like, wait, Bilal Powell's actually they're going to be the starting running back. But he's projected to get 2.9, with Bell coming back. So, so Dan, are you going to play Juju? So I honestly don't have any idea what I'm going to do. So Calvin Ridley's out. So Gallup goes in. Yeah. So, but then Tevin Coleman, I can't play Tevin Coleman. Right. Can I? I mean, he's no. playing against the thing about the, the only thing you can is, drop Tevin Coleman. This is so <laughs> subjective, right? He's projected to get 10 points in our league, but Tevin Coleman against his former team with his, his current coach was his former coach in Atlanta. Are they literally gonna do that NBA thing where they like feed him the rock against his former team? Because, like, that's what they do in professional sports these days. You have to start anybody over Tevin Coleman. <laughs> he had 0. 0.6 points. Yeah. I know, right? What is up with that? Who's Raheem Mostert, by the way? That would have yeah. helped C-City. Yeah. That was, he scored 26 <laughs> points last week. Yeah. I mean, I remember the week that he was won on waivers. I looked at him, and I'm like, that guy's not going to do shit. And now he's been their best running back. That's what C-City does. They pick up these random guys that you, like, have barely heard of. But then they start blowing up. Yeah. That's why they're successful. They've done that a handful of times. They've also done it a few times where it hasn't worked out, like Benny Snell this week. Mm, But, I mean, Benny Snell actually is probably going to be their starter next year. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know what I'm going to do. Can we make trades? Yeah, I'll trade. I'll trade you Adam Thielen for Juju Smith Smith Schuster. Yes, but then I but I can keep him next year though, right? Oh, yeah, boy. yeah, yes. Okay, <laughs> and we can trade draft picks like this in the summer. Right. I mean, we can trade players for future draft picks in the summer, right? Yeah. Steve. Okay. Steve's not here. Steve has fallen off the face of the earth because his favorite team sucks. His well, favorite team there's... being the NWO. I was going to say, favorite team sucks. <laughs> don't talk about the Packers right now. No, I they're, wouldn't. They're still in first. We've got, we got a Vikings fan and a Bears fan. Oh, and a Lions fan, sort of. Hey, <laughs> I'm looking at the standings, and I'm seeing the Lions get awfully close to that first pick overall. So let's do it. <laughs> Once again. Yeah. David Blau. That draft. David Blau. I was hoping David Blau was going to be a legend. He, he looks like he is not. He and Kenny are the reason I fucking lost my other matchup. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta just say, 
Have you ever? This is why PPR and shit sucks. That last touchdown to to Galladay in my league, it was a ten point reception, based on it was like you know a thirty yard touchdown full PPR. That's ten points. And then I had the Vikings D, and which uh, turned it from a shutout to seven points. Which for whatever stupid reason in my other league defenses score even more than this league, and that subtracted seven. Oh. That was a seventeen point play in with one minute left in the game. That's gotta hurt. And I lost by fifteen because Alshon Jeffrey fucking is tore his ACL the second <laughs> play of the game or whatever the fuck he did. Oh, anyway, man. it is what it is. It is what it is. I won. Craig lost. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I don't want to bring anything else up. I I do have one note. Um, for those of you still going to the website, I have a new scoreboard. So PSA head to the, um, the scoreboard link still goes to the old scoreboard. If you want to check out the new one that I'm testing, go to reports league and league scoring summary. Uh, this is probably what the scoreboard will be next year. Because uh, the guy that makes all the coding said they're not going to support the old one. So check it out. There's some cool things with it. Wait, live scoring summary? Live scoring summary. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and you can kind of mess around with, if you click on settings, you can mess around with what you actually want. A couple of things that are kind of cool. If you have the NFL, if you click on like the Saints, you can see all the players and who has everybody. Just kind of cool. Um yeah, just click around. Check it out. Let me know what you like and don't like. Um, it should be updating faster than the current scoreboard as well. So there's that too. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's the PSA of the week. Um, yeah, anything else, guys? No. Good luck. Good luck, Alistair. Thank you. Good luck to you too. See you in the championship. <laughs> Let's do it.